0: It's that time once again, leave your cares at the door, leave all your responsibilities in the rearview mirror for just about 15 minutes. You can go back to them when we're done. But right now it's time for another wonderful episode of Odyssey's favorite podcast, I'm sure. They haven't told me, but it it would have to be, doesn't it? It's called Name That News. I'm your host, Mark Menard. My co-host is Zach Clark. And we have gone through the rigorous task of going through an entire week's worth of news clips. We've taken our favorite clips wildly out of context, and we're going to play them for you here and see if you can figure out what they're talking about. It's a fun little brain exercise, and we're not going to make you have to come off the top of your head. We do have multiple choices here for you to choose from. That said, I think we've got all the important stuff out of the way, and now we can just get to the fun. Zach, how are you this week?
1: Mark, I'm doing great, but I'm feeling like I'm missing something. Are we supposed to have, like, worries and responsibilities and stuff? Like, am I supposed to be, like, in charge of things? I I don't know. I didn't know. Nobody told me.
0: Yes, you live a very carefree lifestyle. I understand.
1: (laughs) Yeah, ask my (laughs) (laughs) eight-year-old.
0: So, without further ado, let's get right into it. I'm going to lead off this week, and we're going to have this clip here for you from WWL in New Orleans, and let's just see what you think about it. I think it's definitely something that we see that people
1: form these really strong attachments with their with their.
0: So what do people get attached to? Is it A, their pets, B, their childhood best friends, or C, their favorite takeout restaurant?
1: Ooh, I love this question, because, Mark, the answer in reality uh, is likely going to be all of them. Right. We all know that people feel a certain way about certain things. I think if you look at the amount of money people spend on pets and the things they'll do for their pets, sometimes it's shocking. Um, I'll say this, though. So I've got a high school reunion coming up this summer. I'm not going, so I'm going to drop B from the list. I'll tell you what, though, Mark. If if my favorite restaurant closes, I get a little uh, I get a little uppity, but I, I'm going to go with what I think is the obvious choice here, and I'm going to say pets. Look, I think we all have that one
0: restaurant that we like. The one spot that Maybe toast the egg rolls just right or the pizza cheese is the perfect amount of melty and we go back to them a little bit more than we should. But the answer here, you are correct, is pets. People get very attached to their pets. And I would say go check out this clip over at WWL in New Orleans because it is talking about how to decipher your dog's behavior and how to help better communicate with your pets. So if you're trying to figure out what your dog's thinking – Go listen to this clip from the Tommy Tucker Morning Show over there in WWL. Maybe you can figure out what your dog is thinking, and you can use that to make their life a little better.
1: But, Mark, what if we find out that we're really not dog's best friend? What if what they're thinking is not what matches up with the way that we actually think they think? That could be a traumatic experience for some people.
0: Well, look, maybe you got to check your ego at the door a little bit and consider your 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 best friend's feelings. You might Maybe you're not his best friend, but he's your best friend.
1: People's egos are going to be just ripped into shreds. Mark, let's go to the East Coast. We've got a clip here from WCBS and the Big Apple. A bizarre occurrence indeed that has sparked many a silly pun online. But there's a serious twist to this that was dumped along a brook in Old Bridge. The load likely weighed hundreds of pounds. All right, Mark, what was dumped in the woods? Was it macaroni noodles? Was it feces Or was it the egos of all New Yorkers combined?
0: The New Yorkers are not giving up their egos. That's a given. So we're going to toss that one right out. And then from there, so we have macaroni noodles or feces. Look, we know there's feces in the woods. Does a bear dump in the woods? Absolutely. So uh, we know that that's already there. Did someone add more to it is the question. I would hope not because that would make your nature hike very unpleasant especially as we get into the summer months here and it starts heating up. I'm just going to
1: hopefully say macaroni noodles. I love the way you said that somebody adding to it, like somebody finding bear poop (laughs) and being like, this is a spot I got to go to the bathroom right now on top of this. (laughs) Mark, the answer actually was macaroni noodles. And the folks were so confused because it kind of came out of nowhere. They were wondering why are all these macaroni noodles here? Is it a sign from outer space? Who knows? But it turns out that this man was cleaning out his mother's house. She had died and she was stockpiling noodles. And so he had nowhere else to go with them. And he just dumped them into the woods and confused the hell out of all of his neighbors. Well, two things we know. A, the revolution will be
0: televised. And B, the aliens will communicate through macaroni noodles. (laughs) Is that why? Wait a
1: second. Is that why we're taught as kids to make macaroni art? Aha.
0: That's right. We're trying to get ready for the incoming invasion so that we can speak their language when they do get here. <laughs> well, look, full disclosure, I kind of knew the answer to this because we had the same thought process this week. We, had the, we were on the same wavelength. Uh, we both went to this story and pulled a different clip. So I did kind of know a little bit, but I tried to be as honest as I could with my, with my progression through the I want to hear your clip. I want to
1: hear your clip because you said it's different. What, what could you possibly have that I didn't have? All right. Well, you know what? We're going to go ahead and play it for you right now. Neighbors say this illustrates the need for bulk garbage pickup. Without it, desperate people dump in the woods. That might be, Mark, the greatest quote I have ever heard. And, you know, I never thought of it in this context. But, indeed, if you're dumping in the woods, you're probably pretty desperate. <laughs> right. When I heard desperate
0: people dump in the woods, I was like, if that is not the most profound thing I'm going to hear all year, I don't know what is. So that's why I'm glad you indulged me. We had to get that clip out into the open so that everyone can digest it and then maybe go dump it out in the woods. But <laughs> WCBS in New York, you were doing amazing work over there. So we had, we had to play it. So nice, we had to play it twice.
1: It's like when I lived in Texarkana. The city's so nice, they named it twice.
0: <laughs> so now that comes over to me, and I'm going to have to try to follow that piece of legendary audio up with what I've got and you know we'll, we'll just have to see how it goes but this one also oddly enough coming to us from the Big Apple WCBS in New York
1: it has to be studied on the state and community
0: level because it depends on the culture the environment um, every little section so what is it that they're studying I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this hint it has to do with life expectancy so what has a big impact on life expectancy? Is it A, where you live, B, your income, or C, how demanding your boss is?
1: Now, Mark, if the question was, if it affects my will to live, the income would be the obvious answer. <laughs> thousand percent, no doubt about it. But look, we all know this. The kind of person that your boss is has a huge effect on the way your everyday life is lived. Huh? There's, no, there's no question about that. But I think... If we're talking about the things to which you have access, like I'm going to be logical about this, Mark, it would probably be where you live. But there's so many conversations these days about work-life balance. I'm going to say C only because I want to kick this door down and say, boss, you're killing me. Leave the door on the hinges. It's not affecting
0: your life expectancy. It's not your boss. It is where you live. It's a report that was done recently and determined, you know, big cities versus rural small towns and and what kind of effect that has on life expectancy. Uh, very fascinating stuff. Go check out WCBS in New York. They've got the whole story for
1: you. They're talking about not poop and life expectancy. Got it.
0: Yeah, we're we're talking about tons of pasta and how it might affect your your life expectancy.
1: Ooh, I'll tell you this, if I want a ton of pasta, I'd be a lot happier. <laughs> Hell yeah. So that brings <laughs> us over to you, Try to stop thinking about pasta for a second and give us your next one. All righty, Mark. This one comes from KRLD, our friends in Dallas. Take a listen.
0: Well, it's Texas, so we have to go big across Dallas, Fort Worth, Austin, San Antonio, Houston. In the morning, we're doing a big uh, celebration.
1: Mark, what is the cause for this celebration? Is it A, Texas barbecue being crowned national champion? Is it B, the Dallas Cowboys preparing for a Super Bowl they will not win? Or is it C, King Charles III becoming the King of England?
0: Okay, well look, those are three very different answers. Look, we've talked numerous times in this show about the Dallas Cowboys and their outsized expectations. It's very possible that they are prepping for a Super Bowl that they are not going to win, but I don't don't think it's that in this case. And I'm going to use a little deductive reasoning here, because I noticed in that clip, there seemed to be a slight British accent on that gentleman. So I'm going to go with King Charles being crowned the King of England as the cause for a celebration, oddly enough, in the Lone Star State.
1: Mark, I can't believe I'm going to say this. That is correct. And I am just so confused. Now, I'm not going to consider I don't consider myself a history expert. But I remember this thing back in the, ooh, I don't know, mid to late 1700s. We had this little skirmish, and we decided we didn't like some of those things they were doing in England. And we said, hey, get the hell out. And then they were like, no. And then we kicked them out. Look, you know what I'm going to be doing this weekend, Mark? I'm going to be gathering at Lexington and Concord, blaring the national anthem <laughs> and giving the finger an easterly direction. That's what I'm doing this weekend. We fought a big war, so we wouldn't have to care about things like this.
0: We've been through this. A couple of times recently, we had the the Prince Harry wedding to Meghan Markle. We had the Prince William wedding to Duchess Kate, whatever her last name is. Don't even know. Couldn't tell you. Middleton. So it seems like somehow there is this fascination with the royalty of England that we fought so hard to get away from here in America. I remember, I don't remember, but I've seen news clips about it. The Prince Charles Princess Di wedding scored huge ratings at like four in the morning here. Back, back in like the early 80s. And I'm pretty sure my mom stayed up to watch it. So I was like two at the time. I was probably up two, but for a different reason. But I don't understand. I don't understand the fascination we have with another country's royalty. Specifically a country we fought really hard to get out from under. And yet, Mark, here we are. Here we are. That's my rant for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> I loved it. So that brings us to the portion of the show that we call the cliffhanger Question of the week. Now, here's how it works. We play you a clip just like all the other clips we've been playing for you today. We give you choices just like all the other choices we've given you here today, but we give you an entire week to mull it over, to stew on this, to have it reside in your subconscious so that it eats at you for an entire week and reminds you to come back for another episode of Name That News
1: so that you can hear the answer. Is that about how it works? Yes, that's exactly how it works. Our goal is to eat into your psyche. Success.
0: That's right. We want to burrow in there and stay in a nice little warm spot that we found and, and just cuddle up and be with you forever. That's how we do things here at Name That News. So here is our parasitic question from a week ago to remind you. It was a clip from Something Offbeat, at one of our favorite podcasts here. It's got the Name That News stamp of approval, and you are welcome to go and download it at any point because we are not beholden to the bounds of entertainment. You can come and listen to this whenever you want, and you can listen to something offbeat whenever you want. So here is the clip from last week to remind you what we were talking about. What's on the back of the $2 bill? It was a little bit of a cheat on my part last week, because I let them ask the question for me. But what is on the back of the $2 bill? The episode is all about the $2 bill. It's, It's fascinating. So what's on the back? Is it A, the founders signing the Declaration of Independence, is it b the founders signing the constitution or is it c the founders signing thomas jefferson's birthday card
1: yeah i've been thinking about this all week mark and i remember the back of the two dollar bill only in that something was happening and i think part of my memory uh jog here is that as a kid of the 90s i'm only familiar with three dollar bill y'all which is an album by limp biscuit and so i think that's where my head is stuck i don't I I went from the $1 to the $3 bill. Taking a mask, you wear a mask, cold counterfeit. I know what you're talking about. Exactly. Exactly. I don't think anybody cared about Thomas Jefferson's birthday card. And if I remember correctly, Thomas Jefferson's birthday is significant because it's also July 4th. And I think it's the day he died, too, if I remember correctly. It's got to be A or B. I'm just going to say A. It's a a coin flip. I'm saying Declaration of Independence. And you know what?
0: 50% of coin flips are right. And in this case, you are right. It is... The founders signing the Declaration of Independence. It's a different picture on the back of most bills because usually they have some type of building. But this is actually, as we talked about last week, an action sequence. So it is the founders signing the Declaration of Independence. You can actually see them putting the clues that Nicolas Cage would one day follow if you just look at the back of the
1: $2 bill close enough. I want to know how long they had to stand there and hold that pose for it to be painted. (laughs) Hours? I'm going to say... That the painter used some creative imagination. He
0: probably didn't make him stand there that long. He's like, I know what these people look like. Everybody hold still. And when in doubt, just throw a powdered <laughs> wig on a guy, and you're there. Like, you got it.
1: What's the difference? You can't tell. They all look the same. No one nowadays knows what they look like, so yeah, go for it. Exactly. See, creative liberties. That's what this show is all about. And so in that theme, Mark, we'll have this week's cliffhanger. I've got it for you. It comes from my own backyard, WWJ here in Detroit. A Howell school bus driver has been fired after admitting to on the job. It happened last Friday at Voyager Elementary School when people thought the driver was having a medical situation. All Mark. So we'll all have a week to think on this. Why was that bus driver fired? Was it A, for watching pornography on the job, B, for drinking on the job, or C, for reenacting scenes from the Fast and the Furious series?
0: OK, so there's three very different answers there. All I'm going to say is, if he's driving a bus, reenacting Fast and the Furious scenes, and not reenacting scenes from the classic Speed starring Keanu Reeves, then he's in the wrong profession. So, my two cents, I would throw that one out. But, you know what? You do you. If you think that's the right answer, come back next week and we'll find out.
1: Are you saying that bus drivers can't live their life a quarter mile at a time, Mark? That doesn't seem fair. (laughs) It's
0: all about family. We know this. If my kid's riding the bus, I don't want you either fast or furious. I want you to be steady and safe driving my child to school.
1: Yeah, and you can hold the booze and porn, too, while you're at it.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah, look, none of these answers are great. But um, we'll find out next week what the correct answer is, and you can think about it all week long and have that one residing in your psyche, like we said. And that is going to do it for this week's episode. Special thanks to Brian Fisher, for helping us put this thing together every single week. And a special thanks to you for joining us. If you like what you heard, then please pound that subscribe button, bookmark us on your browsers, set a reminder on your calendar, because we're here every single week with another fresh, hot-off-the-presses episode of Name That News.